one. What's up, everybody? Back with another one. This is actually a very special Thanksgiving episode. So in honor of Thanksgiving and the roast ceremony, we actually have the very special guest today. All the way from Indianapolis, he's the creator of Roast War Championship, the mastermind behind the cage, behind the belt. And he is here today to talk with us about the process of roasting. I mean, how you can be a better roaster. And just uh, and how this thing began. So, would you like to introduce yourself, Mr. Brad Riggler? Man, man, dude, I can't thank you enough, Johnny. I this mean, is really, great. It, it means a lot, dude. I gotta tell you something. I'm Brad Riggler, uh, producer, host, and creator of the RWC, baby, the Roast War Championship, the greatest, the best traveling roast battle show in the country. If you know of another, let me know. Do you know? Have you heard of anything I have better? Not. Boom. Well, then guess what? It's not hyperbole. It's real. And you know what? We put it inside a steel cage. Am I wrong? It's not wrong, dude, but it feels wrong when you're in there. <laughs> but it's, that's why, you know, it feels so right to see. Yes. How many people out there tonight want to see Johnny Woods in a cage, whether or not it's for a roast battle or just in general? Oh, you're trying to hype me up for another cage, <laughs> That's match. what I'm saying, baby. Everybody, you're bringing, say, bringing some heat, dog. I say Johnny Woods cage. People are like, when, where, how Who wants much? to battle me? Hey, how about that? Pant the camera on me. Who wants to battle me in our hometown, Dayton, Ohio, right now? Let's bring Roast War Championships to Dayton. That's right. It's got to be a big show. You want to bring the cage here? Uh, if I have a big show. If I have Johnny Woods versus somebody who could possibly, in the Dayton Cincy area, step up, I don't know. Does it have to be a comedian? <laughs> they probably should know their shit. If yeah, they're not a comic, not if they're not a comic, here, that's a great question. That's a very good question. Because a lot of us got into comedy because we were hanging out with our boys, smoking dope drinking and talking shit to him. And they're like, dude, dude, talk so much shit. You should be a comedian. Yes. But then you get up on stage and it's not like that at all. No, it's a, yeah, it's an art form. So that's why I brought the roast war championship because I wanted to bring that talent, that, that initial fire that people have in talking shit and be able to give them the opportunity to do that for our entertainment in a battle, in a competitive situation. Who's the best shit talker? I'm not kidding. And that's what I want. Yeah, that's such a good way to put it. I was trying to figure out what it was. Like I went, like I yeah. did it and I wrote and then I watched the videos that you sent us to kind of study for it. Yeah. But there was still no rhyme or reason, right? And there's still things that happen. Like uh, I, at some point in time, uh, Andrew and I had messed up the timer and right. we had spent some jokes a little early and some of us had had, had a little bit of time left. And so like. There were so many variables that you cannot prepare for yeah. in the cage. All right. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. So I think that going through it now, once before, I think that could be a, I think I could be a much better writer. Right. And just, I think that studying my set and studying what went on that, that night, because I had some jokes that were like a little more maybe stage worthy yeah. where I had some back end to them and I was going to yep. tag them up and those tags weren't hidden, but those one liners, it was like sometimes I would say something that was just the setup and it would get the laugh. And then I would I was I was stepping on my own toes in a way. So it's it's a it's a weird way to write, man, but I liked it. It was fun, it was a fun way to talk shit, dude. I love that. Yeah. That, and you know what I thought? I thought what you did was smart. I got to tell you cuz Johnny Woods comes, he wants to do a show. I'm going to be like, "We'll main event this guy." Yeah. Well, I that's what I was saying, but Johnny comes down out of his market, drives down there out of his market, mid mid-card battle. And you know what? It was smart because you you got to live it to learn it. You do, dude. And you got in the cage and you said, here's how, and you learned all of it. So what I'm saying is, is that makes you even more of a favorite going into the next serious one because you've done it. You know what it's like. You know you have that advantage. And until you have that advantage, 
you're never going to have the advantage. I'm not going to say advantage again because that would be too- <laughs> that would be advantageous. But you get the point. Exactly. <laughs> you get the point. But I think that was awesome, man. And that's what I'm saying is you take it seriously. This is a fight. This is fight club for people who don't want to get hit. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what we're doing, dude. We're just slinging dicks. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's it, baby. That's it, bro, mentally and, and verbally, you know, you just. You talk a lot of shit. I, I felt like that I had a little bit of an advantage to having yeah. a friendship prior with Andrew. Yes. And just, it's like yes. everything that we knew about each other leading up to this point that you may have confided in someone about is now like ammo. Right. Right. So I think knowing someone, so if you know me or someone like that, we have a, the closer you have a relationship with a person, the probably easier it's going to be to come after each other. So just know that too. If you're, when, when we, if we do decide to pick these cards that this does yeah, uh, of course. take place. Well, that's the thing about being a pro. Like, there's a shit talking where you're, like, out of bumping to somebody at a bar and you want to fucking just crush their soul because they spilled beer on your shit, right? Yeah. But then, it's this is pros. So, it's just like a fighter. If a fighter, it's two fighters are pro fighters. They love being fighters. They want to be pro fighters. And fighting this other guy over here is what gives them the chance to do what they love. So, they're usually boys. And, hell, they're getting paid because of each other. Right. So, it's like, you as a pro step in. You can't, it's not about, it's just like being in a fight. To be a pro, it's not about... Whether you can hit, obviously you can hit. What makes you a pro is can you get hit and it not be a fucking thing? Can you can somebody can somebody lay a savage burn and it just not even doesn't even raise a single hair on your arm? It's just like boom, on to the next one. Cold stone cold chin can take whatever they throw. Yeah. That makes you a pro. Yeah, you got to know that going into it that it's just jokes. Yep. Right? There was like, I felt like there was some tensions that night, dude. There was a few battles. There were some battles that were on. There were some yeah, battles. Was I was like, there were some things that were way longer tensions than years and years of <laughs> yeah, buildup. There was hate. And their whole family and neighborhood came to watch them. I mean, I don't know how you picked those cards, dude, but some of them were very fun. They were. Leading up and then after. So I was, uh, I also just had a good time, man, just kind of watching the show. So I think for people who are going to come. Um, to see see this kind of thing, gonna they're going to have a good time whether they're involved in it or they're in the crowd because it's it's nuts. And the crowd participates as well. Yes, they're just as much a part of the show as Damn these right. guys. In the in the that's, that's how I took it. Well, you know what? I remember I was raised on old school wrestling, okay. pro wrestling. I can tell. You know what I mean? That's I I don't know whether <laughs> like I'm giving Flair it away, <laughs> but maybe a little bit. Yeah. So I brought up these different ideas, and it's all about the audience. There's nothing without them. And this is kind of like, I want them interactive. They can throw popcorn. I sell popcorn that they can throw at the cage. Someone and, got hit in the face with popcorn. Yes. It wasn't me, though. <laughs> we just pelt the place with popcorn. And so, like, you know, they go up there. They get to judge the battles. They're the ones that get to, uh, you know, by who uh, the third round. If it goes to three rounds, there's three rounds. First two rounds are judged by judges. And if the same, uh, if the same roaster wins both rounds, we stop it. We call it a TKO. Right. But if they split the rounds, you know this, they split the rounds, it goes to the third round, and that's judged by the audience. Okay. Now, before mine and Andrew's battle, had you ever had anyone throw in the towel and spin all their jokes? No, I mean, like, I got to tell you, I wasn't going to bring that up. I've I had, I've had people. Well, I put the battle out today, and we're going to watch it on the podcast. It's now full on YouTube. I'm not embarrassed. You know, mm-hmm. the stuff that I did put out, I think that I did get off with was very well received for the most part so i think that um i was happy with the decision and everything but yeah like i i ran out of jokes like i like i said there was an issue with the the timer and i think that either i or andrew had forgot to hit it so one of us had did a joke too soon and then too early maybe i think that i just did one more than i should have where he should have did one in the first round 
but it wasn't like anybody. I don't think anybody could have known in the moment what was going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I thought I had ample material, but I just should have had more. I just should have had something off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. it, you know, it didn't work out so people so, can see it. Johnny, I, yeah, I, I really realize now the uh, mastery you have of this media, right? Because I wasn't going to even touch on what happened at the end until we talked positively about my show for a little bit longer. Sure, sure. But then you had to bring this up, and I got to be legitimate. I'm legitimate about this. I think, honestly, my honest opinion is when you threw in the towel like that right before the audience, you robbed the, the audience, audience the of their set. I thought so. And too. I thought it was like, I thought that was, I was, I thought your performance up to that point in time seemed to me at least to be you. I mean, like you don't know who's going to win these things. And I don't think that you got steamrolled by any stretch. Of the imagine we're going to see for sure. But I definitely think you got to have the idea that if you're going to get back up in there, if it's not something, and I understand the circumstances of where we were, we're out of market. We're doing yeah. all these sorts of things. Whatever excuses I could you, make. You, you got Kentucky just, kid yeah, down yeah, here. Yeah. And you know what the thing about, about it is when you battle something somebody like they don't know andrew they do now andrew riggs gotta give him respect you gotta the, give him his respect. You gotta give riggs. him his respect up to that point in time though the the general consensus was he does anything short of shit his pants and that's good yeah but you know what he did he, he, he surpassed that and so like i think that was a little bit of it too i think it was more like the idea of like i can't believe andrew riggs is doing this to me and so like that was our thing but the you're bottom, not kidding but that's what it was and so like <laughs> you were just like is this guy? i'm not gonna let the audience choose it i'm just gonna shut it down there's no way i'm gonna let the audience decide this. it actually, was me you're right i decided my fate and i thank you for noticing that because, i notice everything you know i i just uh i just kind of did it nonchalant but i did i i decided to lose and now uh, you could say what you want <laughs> I would say looking back that I um, probably, I think I had a very strong first round. You could arguably say that I could have mm-hmm. won it, but he did take the first round. And then the judges actually picked Andrew for the second round, which he had a very strong second round. Right. Uh, 100% he had some jokes that landed really well. And then, um, but they decided to keep it going. So I don't know. I want to ask your opinion because right I on. talked to Andrew about this earlier. Okay. So let's say he did take the first round. So in, in order for us to carry on and go into a third round, by a technicality, did I win the second round, even See, if two judges picked him, but picked to carry on? No, we probably got ahead of ourselves, but I think to, uh, to do this well for the audience and for me to do this correctly, we have the tape. Don't we, we have the tape. Should so, we bring him in? Because I want to talk more about you before we do that. Okay, let's do that. But we'll go back and I will talk you through it all, but let's make sure that they should listen because, you know, I know what I'm talking about. You're right. Big deal. But this is very exciting and I think people are very engaged right now because I am. You're hard not to stare at, dude. With that belt, you have those gloves on. You have like aviator gloves on, dude. Did you Driving fly gloves. a plane? Driving here? gloves, man. They're driving gloves? Yeah. Drive. Did you drive a golf cart no, here? I'm just saying if I drive after a while, I don't need to explain myself. I like to look. I, <laughs> I got to this point in my life, and this is how I want to look. He's so gonna, back he's off. He's going to fucking pal drive me right now through this table. <laughs> no, when I look like exactly like I am. I look like somebody who remembers what they thought would be cool at this age when they were 14, and I'm like, I'm doing it for you, kid. I, I love didn't it. forget. I love I it. I didn't dude. forget. You I stayed it on. You were dressed very real for the battle as well. Like dude, you came out in a, in, a, in a suit. I it's mean, it's a big you, deal to me. I mean, you hired uh, a ring girl. Ring it, girl. It was crazy, dude. Yeah, I, and we had the singer of the national the anthem. Sh- Everybody stands for the the national anthem. It's a professional sporting, it's like just like they would for a boxing match, just like they would do for any major event. We sing the national anthem. Of course, we have a ring car girl because I could get confused what round it is. Yeah. And that's Batty of Batty Entertainment on IG. You said it was round 3,942. And I you couldn't were like, remember. Hold on now. <laughs> Let me see. The, the level of showmanship. Yeah. So let's let's just talk about that's this. That's what it's all about. Like, what what is, like, 
what clicked for you? Like, I know you were a wrestling fan, obviously, and you wanted to just kind of do something yeah. different. Right? And boxing, in see, I was in professional boxing. So when did this kind of take place where you're like, I want to have, I could tell you're a fucking tough guy. I could tell actually, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to just brush past the gloves, dude. Those fucking gloves. You you gave me a lot of pushback when I started uh, talking shit about your gloves. (laughs) No, I mean, you're a comedian. I'm going to wear gloves like these. I can't believe he brought it up. He's going to knock me the fuck out. I can't believe he mentioned it. Is there something unique about me? It's so funny. Um, But yeah, so what, what was like the transition? Was, was this the first thing you did when you got into comedy or were you a ringside announcer? Like, how did this all get married together? That's really my, like, I just want to know the origin story of Brad Riggler and the roast battle. Dude, I was in boxing. I, like, I grew up without cable. So, like, I would, like, be obsessed with everything you could see on cable. And that was boxing. So, I couldn't see it. So, I thought it was, so I had to wait till, like, uh, the uh, boxing magazines. There's paper things back in the day, kids. And they would come out. They'd be three months behind. You think about getting news the second it happens now. The boxing news wouldn't come out for, like, three months where I lived. And I would watch, I would, I'd be reading KO Magazine from March. That they'd be like, new heavyweight champion Buster Douglas. It's some bitch been out of the title for six months, you know, done. And so it was like, this is, I was obsessed with it. So I got so obsessed with it that when the internet hit, I was, I went to, I did my internship in college for a boxing promoter. I figured nobody would ever meant, you know, call up them and be like, I want to be your intern. And damn, if I wasn't right, because I didn't go to an A tier, I went to B plus tier. And they're like, holy shit, somebody wants to come here. And so I was like, great. So I got in there. I used my in there with Cedric Kushner Promotions that when the internet was starting to hit right around that time, I said, I write for in them. I wrote for a magazine I got because I wrote press releases for them. And I, of course, would be able to say I'm accredited in Boxing Digest magazine. Your website should have my my uh, column. And they're like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, because it was like, you know, all these like dot US. That's dot, a great credit, though. Yeah, but it all just kept going and building up so that when you typed in boxing back in the day, you'd see my uh, my column would show up as being Boxing Poland, seconds out, fightnews.com. It's all over. It's everything. And so, like, from that, I then, you know, turned into a personality myself, the early, turn of the 2000, 2002. So, like, broadcasting, ringside announcing? But all, like, all with new media. But, okay. you know, but that was when it was hitting. It was all happening. And I, I would be able, I was recognized by ESPN and stuff like that as being somebody who gets a press pass. But I wasn't, I wasn't that level yet. But I was sure. still on that thing. I think it flew me over to England, shit like that. Point is, I was always involved in the promotion of the fight game. And I was, like, got really into it. And then I was at this. I was at a uh, I was at a fight and I, my big thing was I was like you know what dude fight to the end these guys are getting stopped on their feet it's bullshit we got this pussy generation this is 20 years ago I was talking about generations of pussy so it's like kind of like the thing every generation says you know yeah so if we're pussies why are they knocking them down blah 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 and then I was ringside unfortunately where a fighter sustained an injury and died and it really threw me like, because I realized all the shit I was talking. You watched the guy die? Dude. I mean, like, I, he, he was beaten in the ring, and I was st- they, they stopped him on his feet, and I was like, that's bullshit. And then he went back to the dressing room. He collapsed, and three days later, he died. Oh, three days. What's still, though? That's... It was, yeah, he was killed by the injuries that I said he should continue to take. story. Yeah. And so I was like. Had uh, you already put the article out? No, but I'd said it, to, I'd said it and, that, and that's what I felt. It was enough for you. I knew, that, I knew what I was watching was, you know, I had no clue was what I was watching. Film. Somebody was really getting hurt. Yeah, you're doing a snuff piece. Kind yeah of in a way and so like i said and also i didn't get the piece out so i didn't write the piece and all that kind of shit and so but it's always been a part of me and so i you know do comedy do theater i do uh did uh, all that kind of stuff i start doing comedy i'm looking for the spot that could really crack i'm like where can i get something that can crack and i love and then the roast battle is something that is occurred started in la uh they would have the, it's done differently and then you know roast battles are done around but i was like you know what 
they don't know how to do it. Like just like UFC, like Dana White bought the UFC. Yeah. Which was one thing. And then he changed it around, made some changes. And now all of a sudden it's the brand it is now. Yeah. Right. And so like, that was what I was like, all I got to do is Dana White this shit. Yeah. And you know what? And then started thinking Dana White UFC. I was like, boom, this is America. You put it in a cage and everybody's watching. Right, I don't give a shit. You could, dude. They could put the teachers attention deficit disorder cure. Put the teacher in a steel cage. Students won't look away. People love steel cage. Boom! It's going to be a cage fight. It's going to be a comedic cage. It's going to be UFC of comedians. Only instead of punches, they trade punchlines. Dude, this is that's crazy, dude. Just this just came out of your head one day. You were like, I mean, it's the best of both worlds for right. you. Wow. But it lets people like you. So here's what I'm psyched about. Here's what I'm psyched about. Is it lets people who are creatives. Like I get to work with you and stand up comedy. It sucks because it's just me. It's just me up there. Like, and that's fun. I can't say that sucks. In fact, if you see me performing, no, don't think that sucks. The right. point is <laughs> buy tickets to Brad. That's right. it's, it's not going to suck, <laughs> no, but it's a lonely game, but it's and not interactive. It doesn't right. matter which tier of the yeah. show you're on. It's a long driving by yourself for hours right. all the time. It's, it's lonely. It is. And it's not interactive. I don't have any collaboration. Yeah. So like you and I are having a conversation. Now, this is what I'm saying. You allow people to have a collaborative. We have that. And so now that's not for everybody. So when you have a roast battle, I come to the bottom line is the reason I bring that up is it's like, yeah, I had this great idea. Yeah, I run it well. Yeah, I give it the best. But what makes it for me the best is booking the right people. If I don't book the right comics and win or lose, as long as it's entertaining and as long as they take a risk, as long as they they write and they give something of themselves specifically for my show. I'm all on board. Take whatever risks, do whatever you have. So it's something that I made that, that everybody who's on it can make their own. Yeah, you really did too. It was a great exercise for me. I think when Andrew approached me with it, I was a little reluctant. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know. It's not like you said, it's not my market. I don't know how many, I'm not going to sell a lot of tickets no. in Louisville. But it's they a good way to learn though. You learned yeah. it right. And yeah. that's what was slick about it. Because now that you go in there, you'll have the vision of exactly what it is. And I think it's good with that, that alone is going to give you, because the timer and all that, when we started figuring out the timer, let me tell you, I noticed your, your uh, screen, you got the, your, I'm sure there's some reason your shit is upside down. Yeah. Just to be silly. But okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> all right. Even if it's just, you know, the sight gag, you're like, yeah. I'm so dumb. <laughs> That's all. That's the only. It's just to throw you off from the one up there. It's just was, a little. <laughs> it's kind of messing with me. But what I'm saying is, that's good. I, I had to it's bring an optical illusion. <laughs> and what I did was, I realized it because I had to build this timer thing because there's a timer up we'll show everybody and it's like a chess clock yeah and you get to press these button red my blue camera button. did not catch it as good as i wanted it to i had a great shot in the front row mm-hmm. but the crowd was so big i it, last second i changed my camera angle to the back of the room right and i didn't really get a good shot i mean it's decent but it's a little grain. you'll see it's a little grainy so you actually don't get to see as long as they know that's what they're looking at you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah, there's yeah. a there's a monitor up in which you can see how much time each person has and so like that was difficult enough because i had to do it i had to do it where it, it, you guys can see it the clock for your benefit and also the crowd can see it and, and it was just all these hdmi cords i do all the everything from the clocks to the computers to the lights to the everything it's just all controlled so by i assume me. it didn't look as professional as it does now at one point right because i mean no. you have i mean this is it felt like i was walking onto like a tv stage yeah i mean it really felt like a real the real deal you know we had to walk in from the side yes the curtains are up the cage is solid 
it felt good. Like yeah. it, it was, uh, you know, I liked being a part of it, and and I really appreciate you having me. Honestly, man, it was no. cool that Andrew asked me. Like, you I know, was so psyched that you did it, and I got it immediately. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, I said, okay, cool. I, uh, you know, I was glad you had a great time. You did a great job, and we'd love to bring it because I said you got to bring it to the best towns. You got to bring it to comedy scenes, and that's what we got here in, in Dayton. I've wanted to be a part of it for a while. And just make sure, but you can't just drop this anywhere. There's got to be a cool crew. If I yeah. come to the town, it's because yeah. the town's cool as shit. I can't do this in whereverville. Yeah, we got some good comics here. We got some good comics in Cincy. I would love to put something together, man. You think about. I mean, you got I you got to tell me who you think you who would be interesting. You haven't got to be like I've got any problem with this guy. You respect who do you respect? I mean, that's what I'm saying. So that way, we're giving shout out to how there, awesome would, you are. I would love. I respect um, local comics, man. I would love to. I would love to battle. I'm going to call it out right now. I would mm-hmm. love to battle Kyle Kemper. I'd love to battle Wyatt Lutz, John Morris. Those guys are all killers. I'd love to have them on the show in some capacity. Okay. In some way. Kevin Rupert, I think would be, a, would be a good roast. Um, there's a few people who would be some good cards. And These guys would could, bang with you. I think we could do a good draw. Those are all got Drell Beeman. I'm right. calling it out. Jarrell, I think you would be a hell of a, ba- I think Jarrell Beeman and I would be a huge card. No. Well, I like that. I You're think that would be a huge card. <laughs> you and Jarrell. I think that would be a huge card. I love Jarrell, and I think that I think him and I could do. A, I think I would need like a you know like a good eight weeks to. Steaming Beeman. He's a fucking monster. This, I think the kid is a monster, and I but I would. I think that it would be a huge card if him and I went up against each other. I mean, like you don't know, like 100%. You, you, So you're saying this would actually be a test. For, for, I mean, like it's not a guarantee. You're going to what you'd like. I don't you even know, know that he would it. agree to it, or that I, I don't. Nah. I think that him and I would have to. Yeah, we'd talk have to about talk it. about it because it would be. You don't want to talk it too much because, like I said, you just got to say, "Hey, listen, let's see how it happens." And uh, you know, you you know, the bottom line is like, well, our main event that time, those boys, they went too far in one direction. They they genuinely disdained one another and had like a lot of lot of stuff happening underneath the surface. I didn't even realize about. Yeah, but like that's like you don't want a Jerry Springer rivalry. No, but at the same time, you want, want to be like, let's play. Are, I want people who are going to write just as well as I or yeah. better, and I that way I have good because if someone that's coming and i'm like oh my god this guy's a great joke writer uh like and they know me like mm-hmm. they're gonna they and know your my town act. they know my act they're yeah. from my town um yeah it's like people are people are gonna want to see that i think that's what's important is the aspect of showmanship like we used to do a roast battle at my i used to run an open mic at a hookah bar right everybody should have to do an open mic when you do comedy yes i think 100 percent. you should have to run one for at least a couple years yes. you should have to so i did one and my dude passed it on to me and they used to do a roast battle so I also did one for the two years that I ran it. So I actually did have a little, I judged it like you. So I had a little bit of a background in this yeah. too. It wasn't, and I'm also a huge fan of like Jeff Ross yeah. and comedy battles. But before we get too far, man, yes. our engineer has given us the light. We're going to bring Andrew Riggs in. And he's in actually, the building. He's in the building and we're actually going to watch this, um, uh, this roast battle with, with the man himself. And we're, we're going to let him, Tell us how it's really done and, yeah. see, and see how we did. So This is really let's, showmanship let's pa- here. Let's pause that recording, Mark. I'm going to take a pee real quick. All right, guys. We are back in the studio, and uh, we got a little bit of a different setup going on yeah. right now. We got the roast battle live up on the television, so you guys can see it with us at home. We have our man Brad Riggler still in the building. And, of course, special guest Andrew Riggs. Hey-o. What's up, buddy? Thanks for being here. And uh, let's go ahead and roll this footage, guys. Eight minutes. We're going to watch the whole thing. That's right. And then I guess we can commentate during... Who's that guy? There he is. Boom. The crowd receives him. I was looking very hefty in this in this picture. Not flattering in that hoodie. 
There he comes. Spicy. The upcoming kid. That was Andy. such a curveball for me because I thought that the audience booed because I heard Johnny boo. I booed him. <laughs> you guys watch it back. You they were already booed. Like, what? Him. I love him. it. I'm Muhammad I'll lead you. I said daddy for Kentucky. <laughs> That's fucking great. Johnny Opening joke. Strong first round. There you go, dude. Look at that. First of three times that I get hit with popcorn. Now, also, Nietzsche, I believe, is an. I don't want to be. It, it, it's Nietzsche. Yeah, it's is it? Nietzsche. Are you sure? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. We took the mics off of Mark. We could have Googled it. This is where I fuck the clock up. So I did not press it fully. And the time kept going here, but you cannot see it due to my camera. That was a strong closing <laughs> that a joke, one. too. That was a good Very one. funny. That's a strong close. I feel like they didn't get a huge laugh, but it was a decent joke. But I, I don't think that those two joke. My last joke, I don't think that I should have spent the it there tags because you were I talking about earlier. I the fucked tags it up. Hey, uh, uh, pause this for a second. Okay, so what like threw me off in this is because I had twenty seconds on the clock because. I guess he didn't hit yeah. the button. Yeah, that was my and mistake I, and I was for like, not pressing it fully. I was like, Brad's cutting me so early. No, I'm not cutting you early. And I also thought that I should not have said that last joke because I, ha I gave myself an extra 20 seconds at the end that I should not have. So that well, kind yeah. of screwed me. It wasn't. I mean, like, you know, I think the bottom line is, is that joke, uh, you know, you're also you have to understand there is an interesting thing about the being from out of town is that when you roll in, you have no uh, com you have no connection to the audience other than that they just cheered for you and they know you're about to talk shit. They know you're about to talk shit. But your first joke was killer. It was very funny, but it also could have come off as if they didn't realize you guys were friends, they don't know you, you're not from around here, then you're just kind of like massively talking shit about some dude's family. Yeah. And so like that's what they're like, oh, fuck. So I think by the end, There's those same jokes... Are are getting hitting are hitting better mm -hmm. because they are coming at a different time after they got you always want to open strong and I think that was a fucking really strong but what I'm saying is is like not if, if that would be the way to open in Dayton my God yes but yeah. I think that could have worked against you because you clearly won that round yeah I think so too but clearly. I think the judges thought differently here if you want to continue the yeah table. I, obviously I do and uh, you know let's let's hear what these judges had to say. He hesitated. Oh, uh, I was blue, and Johnny was red. I had a blue hoodie on, so it was confusing. Yeah. 
Said because you were shorter. I thought that was a weird reason for him to give it to him. Shout out Lena. There he goes. She's very funny too. She's a great judge of character and Pro. jokes. <laughs> yeah. So looking it back on upset. that, it was that was it was an upset. That's why I even commented. I editorialized. Yeah. 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 It's I love your exaggeration That's of the rounds, by the way. There it is. I can comment. Batty entertainment. She needs to stand up more. She is getting paid. Now, does she, is she your ring girl all the time? She, I mean, she, I wanted, I want Batty entertainment to be in, in business with me. Full time of a hundred percent. It would go well with your brand. Oh, that was a great opener. Yes. <laughs> we were bringing the heat the second round. Probably your best joke. Andrew's actually married. I had a chance to meet his wife, who was very upset. She said the last time she orgasmed, Andrew asked the guy to leave immediately after. <laughs> so I stepped on my toes here. I thought the tag would have got a bigger laugh, but I don't know. I think I stepped on the laugh a little bit. Also, very that's maybe your biggest laugh too. That's very funny. All right, that's that's, that's he used my own joke savage. against me. It's my uh, one of my <laughs> jokes. He took the. So, Now wait, can we pause that? That's crucial. Can you drop that back just just a couple seconds of that whole thing we talked so over I, a little bit? I actually bleeped it out because his 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 place of work. Click. So it's actually a bleep. Yeah. There's a bleep. You missed it. Go go. Get, hit me one more time. Let me hear it. <laughs> oh okay. Oh okay. The plumbing company. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Keep, so keep going. In reference to keep that. Keep going. Keep going. That was just mean. That wasn't even a joke. It was, it was just a hurtful thing to say to your friend. I'm on it, right? Now. Yeah, yeah, no. Thank you for being here. Can we rewind that one more time? Because yeah. I, I think we stepped over that a little bit. I just want to hear that Did one that more time. It didn't get a great reaction. I, I thought it was going to be much funnier. It was one of my stronger ones that I had in the bag. Kind of. That's fair. That is. Yeah. Uh, one more? I'll just do one more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, oh, there you go. Much it was me with the timer again. I don't know why you got so upset, dude. I, okay, that was actually problem, that, that dude. Was dark. That, that was, was dark. Thank you, Brad. Why the people it, it of Kentucky was, got it, on board real quick too? It was very dark, and the delivery wasn't. 
It was very out of pocket. His roots are in this soil. They, the people started talking because we did that little back and forth where we excuses, didn't know. Excuses, excuses. So they started talking, and then I was like, no, we're still doing I still have another joke. To no, it's all so. right. Here's why yeah. that worked. Now, listen, here's why that ba- that popped. Because it, it was fine. Because they knew that at this point in time, the thing, the nasty, mean shit he had said to you was definitely heavier than the nasty, mean shit you said to 100%. him. 100%. And, and so, like, at the very end that you threw in something that was heavy and dark, too, like, I'll go dark, too, dog. That really cracked the crowd. They liked the spirit. They liked the balls on that that was going to be my opening joke and i saved it for the end of round two i can't help but think everything i've just heard justifies what i've said throughout this whole yeah i think you you i think you said that earlier in a big way that makes sense too to to kind of come off maybe a little more playful a little more what are they wearing what do they look like and then come with the heavier shit yeah, later. I, yeah. That was my plan. Was I wasn't. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of the levity of the situation. Yeah. Get, getting to know you before you're like, this guy's dad beat him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when a friend confides hey, in you. Hey, Johnny Woods here. This guy's dad ruined his childhood. <laughs> I think we got another clip for the fucking for Instagram. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, very first time you've ever heard me say anything. Uh, this guy's dad. Just a punch hey, everybody. <laughs> Used to punch his mom. Hi, I'm Johnny. D- I'm this Johnny guy. Woods. This guy's life ruined by his father. This guy, his dad, used to use him to beat his mom with. Right. Used him as a tool of destruction. It was... I got to go catch a blowjob from an IG life. model in the parking lot. You guys enjoy the night. Yeah. Oh man! All right, let's let's finish this battle here. All this right. is fun, man. We call that too. You knew the round. That's crazy. That blew my mind there. You were setting us up for a third round. Well, yes. Yeah. The hairline. Oh, she gave it to me. I told you, dude. That's a great joke. Accurate. I'm aware the show needs to go. <laughs> Evan, breaking the fourth wall there. <laughs> Lucky number three. Keep up. In my head, I knew this was bad because I had two jokes left. Mm -hmm. Right? At this point, I was like, I don't know where I'm going to go. Right? No, so you only had two left in your pocket. Well, I had one more dark joke and I didn't think it would work. No. I thought it was going to be too much. We'll go over why it didn't work after we watched this here, but let's let it happen. Dude, that, that should have been so hit. much better It should have hit harder. When jokes like that don't hit, it makes you feel racist. Also very funny. Didn't hit that one. That, that was didn't good. Hit. Very After, funny. I just said, golf. Play that back <laughs> one more time. It's a very funny joke. It was one of his best, better jokes, and I was surprised it didn't. I think the crowd was a little tired of too. At the same I, time. I don't. I don't. I got to tell you that there are people the who are just. They are, it, no, it's not like a. It's not like that. They're watching it. They're watching a fight, and they're judging it just I got like you. we are. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the, the reaction every time. I, I hear that. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same thing. 
I hear that. Yeah, 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 let's play it back. Also, I think the judge at the beginning uh, or the end of round two, I think the first lady voted wrong because she said, did you make a joke about my hair? No. Because she said. She took red and yeah. she liked the hairline joke. Yeah. 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 I think that we can honestly say, I get, I know what the inference is here, Andrew. Yeah. And, and I, I can also say that, uh, you know, I, I, I have no interest in, in saying anything, but what I really saw happen and looking back at this tape and even that night, this definitely, definitely should have gone three. And there's a real strong argument to this point that, that it could have been a TKO by, by my man here. And I don't just say that because it's his podcast is clearly he won the first round, I think in a big one. And I don't think it's out of the question that he won the second. I wouldn't want it to go. I'd want it to go to three either way, but I think that, you know, uh, that, that is really what I see up to this point. Now, what I also see is round three, you're clearly you're, I think you're off to the strongest start. You're winning round three. And so if we're taking it as who's winning this battle at this point, uh, on paper, it's you for sure. All right, let's, let's clear it out here. Let's, let's finish out this story. Much like someone he shares a name with, Tiger Woods, Johnny spent more time driving. <laughs> I hate comedy. <laughs> That's so funny, That is a bro. great joke. That was a great, That's Andrew. a great joke. <laughs> it's just, and it gets a pop. <laughs> it was just so stupid. I didn't know if it worked. That was it. I knew I was done. You could see me searching my phone. That's it, dude. You could have just said "fuck Andrew Riggs." This is what I had, so I'll say. And so, at this point in time, what I'm saying is, obviously, I think the judges, the judges, had too much to say in this. So, first of all, the first round they was all wrong on, and so that I don't like the fact that this is in posterity's sake. Well, but it's going out there. Blue hoodie on. That is true. I was blue. They so should know who's kinda, yeah. They could they could have told the difference. This wasn't the first battle. The bottom line is they got the first one wrong. I think there was some, you know there was some other stuff also involved. But the bottom line is is that there's no question you won the. First of all, it's impossible to say you didn't win the roast battle when you you when the other guy you yeah, went and you said won. you won. You won. That's it. It's done. There's no rewriting that history. There's no taking it away. You were there, but you know, and there's nobody saying like, what was that guy even doing there? That didn't happen. You were where you're supposed to be. The battle was where mark. I wanted it to go. And the outcome was exactly what the outcome was, is you won. All right. But if we take a look back at this and we learn from it, can I say to myself, what does it mean? I mean, I have not diminished Johnny Woods by any chance, by any stretch of the imagination. I've only elevated Andrew Riggs. And I don't know why it can't just be positive. Why we can't just look at that as opposed to like how you brought somebody down who just wants to be afraid. He's trying to put you on the show and you're up there and like, no, I'm the big man. Guess who's in charge now? That's sick, man. He's a fucked up person. It's true. But that's why I like him. You know, like, you know, birds of a feather. That's what I always say. Dude, I I, I love you fucking guys. This is awesome. I love the opportunity to bring all of our thing together here, Brad. This is beautiful to me. Andrew, thanks for bringing us together and inviting me, dude, because it was such a fun exercise. Um, I think anybody who's like a, a comic in general, young comic, old comic, Get into roast battle. Just do it as an exercise. Write these jokes, right. and it's it's a fucking awesome experience. And I, I want to bring it to Dayton. So Dayton, show you me guys something. Say show something me. in the comments. Do tell us show that you want to bring this show to Dayton. Are Boom. you guys going to come see it? Boom. Are you guys going to come? Like this show. Comment below. Subscribe. All that shit. We want to come on your phone. I want to come on your screen. Boom. I'm going to do it, guys. Thank you for watching the movie. Oh, wait, 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 Mark, wait, thanks on, for being here. On, oh, before on. we go, Andrew, you have a show coming up this week. 
this Saturday at Bricky's. Uh, if you use Bricky right now to get tickets, I think that they're 20% off. Where can they go to get tickets? Eventbrite.com? Uh, eventbrite.com, or you can just go to Bricky's Comedy Club.com. Bricky's Comedy Club.com. Me and Jesse Nutt, and I completely forgot the host's name. And Brad, do you have anything coming up you'd like to plug, my dude? Do you have any social media handles no, man, that you like to throw me, out Yeah, there? well, check it. I'm sorry, at Roast War Champ. I'm sure we're going to have the link somewhere. At Roast War Champ on all social media. We're most active on Facebook. Thanks. At Roast War Champ. Follow it, like it. We're going to hook it up. It's going to be an amazing date, and we're coming here. I'm going to say $400 to the winner of the main event, if not more. And we're talking about a huge battle. We're talking about all the different markets looking at it. I want Johnny Woods in the cage. Let's Go, and baby. if anybody's got any steam, everybody's got any heat for this guy, step up, be somebody. You can Say be something. somebody. Say be something, somebody. guys. Let's do this. Say something. I'll see you guys out there. Peace out.